0: hey people welcome to two scoops of truth on this podcast i'll be dishing out words of encouragement inspiration motivation and lots more if this is your first time tuning in please subscribe in order to get the notification when a new episode is available to all my listeners thank you for coming on board on this amazing journey as we learn and grow together so fasten your seatbelts sit tight and enjoy the ride as I serve you Two Scoops of Truth. Well, hello listeners. Thank you for coming back to listen to Two Scoops of Truth. It's your girl Faye and today I have a guest with me. Um, He's a friend of mine, also a doctor and I guess you can tell it's a he. So we're going to be talking about the fact that why oh it's called the title is obviously called why why are women so easily baited I know right it's like it's so unfair guys (laughs) so we're going to be listening to our my guest and just you know chipping in one or two things that you know society or things that we've learned so far um well yeah so I'm gonna get the guest to say hi to you guys Dr. Deji please say hi to the guest
1: Hi, hello everyone. My name is Uh, Arideji, uh one of uh, Faye's friends, like she said. Um, it's a pleasure to be here today and uh feel honoured to have the opportunity to be on her, our uh, podcast today.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. It's a privilege to have you on here um, and learn from your wisdom. So thank you very much. So my first question to you today will be first of all tell us about yourself whatever you like to say and then my second question i'm going to say in advance is why are women so easily baited so please introduce yourself
1: first well my name is adideji and um i'm a christian work in progress um that's all 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 i I say about myself (laughs) um in terms of um knowledge. Uh, all i would like to say about that is that, you know, all knowledge comes from God and, you know, um we try to live by godly knowledge and godly wisdom rather than the wisdom of man or the knowledge of man. Also I think that's a good idea because the Bible says that um his ways are not our ways. So if we are to think and act according to our thoughts we we won't be doing things according to his way. Mm. Um the other thing is that um, the wisdom, the difference between God's wisdom and our wisdom is like the this the difference between the heavens and the earth. So there's a huge mm-hmm. difference between um human w- wisdom or knowledge, and God's wisdom and knowledge.
0: Wow, that's deep. That's so deep. You should be a preacher. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i mean hey i learned a lot from you so i think that the listeners are going to learn a lot too so we're going to talk about different things from like why are women so easily baited to um, relationship in the 21st century and social media and like living the christian life um, in this day and age and whatever you're let's talk about um as well so it's just like a discussion this is a discussion episode absolutely thank you um so we actually were discussing guys we were discussing something and i usually get teased a lot by dage and i think i fell into like a trap cuz he's always like i call it bullying he's always bullying me and he's like oh women are so easily baited and i was like yeah that's so true like i tend to fall into your traps when like all he's doing is just joking and then I take it seriously <laughs> so and I think that applies like in a lot of relationships and also friendships where women are probably just more sensitive um, and and I guess we should also learn from a male perspective how to deal with this situation either do we ignore do we respond what do you men want and how is it best to deal with the situation when you men are baiting us to, into an argument or just to get some emotion out of us
1: Again, i just like to say that, you know, we're, we're saying women are easily baited, but again, we're not saying all women because, of course, it sure. doesn't apply to everybody. Exactly. Um, and most of the time, I would say um, the baiting in, in itself is something that, you know, is usually like a joke. It's not like um, intended to be malicious or hurt the person or anything of that sort. Right. So there's a difference between, like, baiting, you know, joking mm. in a joking sense and mm. then baiting for, like, uh, you know, to um, you know, get a genuine, like um, bad reaction from the other person and stuff like that. So I just want to cl- clarify that we're not like talking about baiting f- with a malicious intent. Mm. So it's more like uh, you know, like teasing or like you know, just sort of like joking. Mm. Um. In terms of uh the question why women more easily baited, I think it just has to do with the fact that um. In general, women tend to be a bit more emotional in mm. the way that they react to things. Again, it's not an all thing. Mm. Obviously it's not all women. <laughs> it doesn't apply to every single woman, but you know, just in general. Um, uh, just because of again, coming from, you know, the biological point of view, the whole like um the way we're we're made, we're sort of made differently. We have different uh chemical makeups in terms of like hormones, mm. chemical balances, you know, stuff like that. So, and you know, these these um, hormones are not just in the body; a lot of them affect the brain as well. So, um, in in that sense, it can affect emotions and the you know, the way um, things are handled mm-hmm. on the on the emotional level. So, I think it probably has to do with that in terms of hormones and just the fact that we are made differently, and you know, also it could have to do with culture and it could have to do with the way. person's raised Mm. you know for the most part they say uh, a person turns out the way they turn out based on nature and nurture so
0: so yeah yeah that's true i i I I think i said that on one of my
1: absolutely yeah so um it's not just about uh you know nurture how you were brought up it's also has to do with nature which is you know how you're made so Mm -hmm. just based on chemical makeup genetics and all that can predispose a person to reacting in a particular way mm. and the nurture also can predispose a person to reacting in a particular way depending on how they were brought up that's true. how they were you know how you know who raised who them, raised them the, the things that, things learning, that they learned the you know they growing read. up in the books they read right. different they, influences emulate. they had mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that so mm, i think good. it's yeah it has a lot it's not just one thing General, it has right. a lot of things involved cool um, in that sense
0: i like that and that, that makes sense so and i think experience also teaches us like after a while some things just don't really bother you i guess
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> cool. so yeah getting like you said i agree 100 percent. you know getting to know the person mm. more you know you know when they're <laughs> just messing about right. and when they're you know trying to just you know bait you and mm. you know so then you you get to know you know basically their tricks and stuff right. like that and what so, to ignore and what to ignore and, and...
0: not take personal exactly <laughs> cool and i think that would also help a lot of couples and friends with like getting upset and avoiding a lot of arguments because like I, I think like i've seen or i've heard of a situation where like a guy said to his fiance something about gaining weight but he was being he was joking, but she took it really personal because that's a very sensitive oh, topic for yeah. women. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And also, I think men also need to learn how to talk and know, like, or both parties need to know when to throw in a joke and also how, because you have to study the mood of the other person, you know. Because as yeah. much as, yeah, you think, oh, I'm joking, but they're not, they're quite sensitive at that time of the month or on, on that day. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, but. Yeah.
1: So, like you said, I guess timing is key and um, yeah. assessing the, uh, you know, the person's environment, mood. person's mood, mm-hmm. and then you know, knowing when to, you know, mess about like that can also right determine how the person's going to react.
0: I agree. So, i um, my next question isn't so much about women relationships. It's actually going um towards your faith. I mean, you're Christian, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. um. And it's a constant daily walk with God. Before I ask, do you actually have a favorite Bible verse? Um, I'm actually gonna ask a question on your favorite Bible verse. Favorite Bible <laughs> verse. Share
1: with us. Um, I think you would have to be, uh, "Be anxious for nothing." Oh, I love that. Uh, Philippians four six. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Do you with know That's amazing. Prayer, with prayer and application, make your request and and unto God. Lord. Wow. I, think that would be my, I like that.
0: And why is that your favorite Bible Just
1: because I feel like um a lot of people suffer from anxiety. Hmm. It's very easy to um you know in this day and age where you know everyone's trying to you know um m- you know make a mark and be uh, recognized and sort of like you know that kind of thing. It's easy to feel um you know get anxious about, you know or what your future is going to be like what tomorrow has in store for you right. if you're going to be successful if you're going to get married if you're going to be financially stable if you're going to have kids like there just seems to be a lot of stuff um and i don't feel like that's like new but just because like with everything going on now like social media facebook mm-hmm. instagram you know you, people post what they're doing and you're like oh what about me you know that kind of thing so it just seems to be like um more in your face now mm-hmm. and uh, harder to avoid or ignore mm-hmm. so I feel like anxiety is a big thing for most young people most young adults and uh Hmm. you know so i feel like um just knowing that that verse is there to comfort us and to uh, let us know that um you know we don't have to worry we don't have to be anxious so um, i think for that reason um it's uh
0: the key verse yeah i agree i was in secondary school many years ago when my aunt. Um, talked about this Bible verse to me and it stuck in my head for some reason. And for those who do not know this, like if you're not Christian or if you just never heard of it, I'm going to read it out to you. It's Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 in the KJV version. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests requests, (laughs) be made known unto God. And I love verse 7. It says and because it's a continuation and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus Mm -hmm. amen and and for me this is amazing oh verse eight is beautiful as well (laughs) guys i'm just gonna read it finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest thing uh, whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen to that. I like that. I think for me, verse 7, it it just doesn't stand on its own, Um, Dr. Deji. And I think that your verse 6 is the pre- precursor for verse 7 that I tend to really like because in order for the peace of God that passes all understanding to keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus, you have to first of all be careful for nothing and then in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. So I guess for me, and I would like to hear your scoop on this truth, on this word of God, um, My my take is don't... <sighs> like as much as you're asking God for stuff also give thanks Hmm. because it says in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving it's like you know you can't just say oh lord give me this give me that you also have to say thank you and I try to do the thank yous first and in between and at the end (laughs) you know because if you're not grateful for what he's done how how do you expect him to keep doing more for you you know so but yeah what's your scoop on on this situation from like verse six to verse eight?
1: Yeah, um, I totally agree. Um I feel like uh we may sometimes tend to take take um things for granted, like what God is doing for us and then you know all we think about at the time is what we want at that time. Mm. We don't remember to give thanks, you know, there's that parable about the uh lepers mm, and you know the one
0: that, the returned. One that returned. Yes. And I
1: think if I remember correctly, Jesus said that he was made whole come on so it wasn't yep. just healed he was yes. made whole so you're there's preaching. there's um there's a lot uh with thanksgiving with you know involved with thanksgiving is, like you know it's more than just a thank you it's yes. it, it shows god that you know you really appreciate him and you're not just about the gimme 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 you know <laughs> the whole santa claus uh god <laughs> right. relationship kind of thing where it's yeah. just you have like a A list and then you just want him to do things but you don't want that relationship Hmm. so yeah i totally agree i think it's important to be thankful and to show that you're thankful Mm -hmm. and um, i think that would um you know really please god and put you in a position for for um you know more favor and that's true you know
0: because it shows that you're grateful yes you know for what he's done that's good and i think it's also like like a child like I'm sure we've all, like... I was
1: just going to say that.
0: Wow, great minds think alike. Like, you know, when you buy something, I have, like, a niece, and when I bought something for her once, she was so happy. And, like, I think the joy in her face and her just saying, oh, thank you. Because some kids, you have to say to them, what are you going to say to auntie? And then they say, thank you. You know, we don't want to be those Christians where God is like, a a preacher has to preach. Or you have to listen to a podcast for you to remember to say thank you. You know, you want to be like thank you God without anyone telling you and so that will motivate you to do more you know for God so that's just my belief that the more you thank him like I think I'm actually going to do an episode if if I haven't already done something similar about you know Thanksgiving so I think Thanksgiving is the password to God's heart like Psalm 100 said and um and yeah I think I think it's definitely um good to be thankful in as much as we're praying to him but that's a very lovely favorite scripture thank you for sharing that with us
1: thanks thank um, you you're welcome <laughs> and what's your favorite scripture i know ooh, you're the one asking me questions. Oh,
0: but... no one's ever done this <laughs> <laughs> the 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 questionnaire gets questioned okay <laughs> so i have i have loads but and funny i was actually discussing with you today about the whole people overusing all things work together for a good. Romans 8 twenty eight. <laughs> so that used to be my favorite scripture. All things, all things work together because it's general and mm. I can use it for anything. But <laughs> and I actually want us to discuss that. But um I think my favorite scripture as I've grown in my walk with God. I hope I don't I'm <sighs> will probably see i'm going to stick with this because I feel like it's the most important scripture. Okay. I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me is that really your favorite scripture Faye? or you're trying to sound spiritual so i'll say that my I want my favorite scripture to be is matthew six thirty three <laughs> seek you first okay. the kingdom of God um and all things will be added onto you. I believe that's what it says oh. um but my yeah my favorite scripture is definitely romans eight twenty eight. all things work together but as i'm growing i'm i want matthew six thirty three to be my favorite scripture so yeah that's my So i'm such a lawyer like just be just take one mm. <laughs> i'm deviating <laughs> but um yeah so i think it's, i mean
1: it's perfectly okay to have more than one yeah I exactly no losses, i don't have yeah.
0: to have right i love <laughs> psalm 1 verse 3 i have so many you know hey I love the same although, one you love. Uh,
1: yeah, although the question was what is your exactly. favourite <laughs> so.
0: Oh my days. But yeah, so I don't think I have like a particular one favourite one, you know. Okay. Just like food. I love I love I love the word of God. Clearly, you know, but I will say that um Matthew six thirty three, definitely. Because i in my walk with God I've realized that the more I seek God, mm. the more things come after me. The times in my life that I've been more concerned about things I felt like I was struggling. But when I'm, like, so into just God, it's all about you, you know, I wake up early and I praise. And really, I mean it. Mm. I find that I feel lighter. I feel like I'm not under pressure to have the things I need, even mm. though I need them or the things I want. Like, say there's, like, a job I'm asking God for or a particular thing. I'm not, like, under pressure. Like, if it, if it comes, it comes, you know. Yeah. yeah so that's why I really like Matthew six thirty three, mm-hmm. um so yeah the whole of Matthew 6 is just deep
1: yeah and I think that's important because you know how um Jesus made uh gave us like two laws mm-hmm. and uh I think they were both one was about loving God and the other one was about loving your neighbor mm-hmm. so I feel like when you when you um when you're focused on something that you really want hmm. it, it has the potential to become like your, your main focus and then your idol hmm. so it's, it may at that point be taking the place of god but if Come on. but when you now like you said you just um decide that you know you leave that alone and you focus on god then mm-hmm. you know you're at that point i feel like you're loving god and you're loving him with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind hmm. um I feel like you're in a better position to, you know, just have a better relationship with him, and um, it's no surprise that things turn out, you know, better. Hmm. You know, that's good. Yeah.
0: Thank you, and I agree. I think God should be our focus as Christians, whether um, we're new in our faith with God or we've known Him for 60 years, you know, we should always remain babies in the sight of God. Mm. You know, I when people say oh, I'm not a baby Christian, I just laugh because I'm I'm um I to God I'm always going to be um his baby and just wanting to learn that, you know, the humility and just wanting to seek God more importantly. But um yeah, so one question I have for you before we sort of round off is um Romans eight twenty eight. Do you think it's it's abused? What is that scripture saying to you? Like Romans eight twenty eight or 27 and 28. What do you think? Um, do you think that we overdo it when we, when like you miss an appointment and you're like, you know what, all things work together. Or <laughs> like I use it a lot if I miss a turning of an exit. And mm. like that happened to me today. And, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you never know. There was probably going to be an accident there. All things work together for my good i i think i've said that a lot so do you think that that what applies every time because i love god and i'm called according to his his purpose or do you think that what i believe paul wrote romans do you think that what paul was trying to say there has a clause and sometimes we christians overuse that all things work together some things (laughs) Some things um weren't meant to happen. Although although I've heard a, a preacher say um one of my favorite pastors, Stephen thirty kids says, even though it's a mistake, it's going to work together for your good. So in a way, I guess all things do work together, and it probably is never overused. But yeah, what's your take on that, please?
1: Yeah, I was just going to you know speak to that as well. I mean, the Bible says all things work together for those who love the Lord and those who are called to his purpose. So I believe that that's what it is. Huh. The Bible says that, and I believe that <laughs> that is again, but you know, there's that potential, um, mm-hmm. you know, to be lazy and then not do <laughs> things you're supposed to do. And then hold quote that passage. I, I, in that sense, mm. I don't think, um, God wants <laughs> us to done. be lazy and right. just like, you know, being on about right. things. So, um, there would be like uh you know a place for discipline there and a place for correction mm-hmm. but um i i feel I still feel like you know if that um genuine like you know love for God and you know that hard to be to grow and to learn you know even though you make mistakes or you're trying to grow through like laziness or grow mm-hmm. through procrastination, mm-hmm. God can still turn things around mm-hmm. um even if they, they they go bad for you out of like your errors or your weaknesses, hmm. I think you can still turn them around and mm-hmm. make it work together for your good. Because wow. um, we're not perfect. You know, like I said, we work, we're work works in progress. So we're going to slip up sometimes. We're going to do things that we shouldn't do or miss out on appointments for one reason or the other, be lazy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um as long as we're ready to grow and, you know, we're ready to take correction from God and, mm-hmm. you know, that's there in the background, I feel like you can still... Make things work together for mm. you know for those that are that love him and that are called to his purpose. So,
0: mm. Amen. Um, I need that. Yeah, I need that because we are flawed. We constantly make mistakes. Um, and I'm being delivered from like, not, um, thinking. Oh, I should have done that. Should have done that because I can't do mm. anything about the past. And I have I have an episode on that that I think I did recently. Um, I think when we we keep looking back like Lot's wife. There's nothing that can be done. So why don't you just look to God to help you reroute those mistakes? You know, like a GPS, when you do miss the exit, the the lady does reroute you, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I believe that God can do that and make all things still work together. You may lose some things, you may lose time, but you get to your destination.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's what I believed.
0: Amen. Amen. So what is your, do you have a favorite book? in the bible and who's your favorite bible character if you have one
1: well is is jesus included in the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: jesus is I'm the word <laughs> <laughs> above from um, jesus oh you're such david a good bible christian character.
1: <laughs> i would say um i would say david just because Aww. like um there's just David just seemed like a really real person. Not that the rest yeah. were not real, but I that the other day. and he seemed to like really expose himself a mm. lot. Like he made himself vulnerable, mm. you know, even in like some of the st- stuff he wrote, mm-hmm. you know, and he really showed us, like you know, sort of like how, like almost like the extremes of humanity. Mm. Like the same person who God said, "Oh, he's a person, a man after, after my, my own God. heart," and who Killed. you know, you know praised and Mm. worshipped God in ways that most other people didn't Mm. he was still the same person who killed someone committed adultery Mm. and stuff like that so but he was always um, sorry sorry and willing to accept his faults and repent and not go back to his sins so he just you know he's just someone that I uh, you know I really appreciate you Mm. know
0: can relate with can
1: relate with and you know just learn from his experience Mm -hmm. and um Like, I, I, you know, I made this joke with someone uh, some days ago, Mm. like, you know, the part where it says, um, and Moses was the most humble man Mm -hmm. on the earth in his time. There's a passage (laughs) that actually says that. Oh, I have to read that. Yeah, And then when you think about it, then you think about who wrote that passage and then it was (laughs) Moses. Uh, so you like okay that's a good one yeah so then do you again, know if it like, wasn't deuteronomy i think i can i can probably like find now, please uh, but that's then i was so like funny. oh okay so you wrote this about yourself fine <laughs> but uh um, oh my god that yeah. is a good one so but um yeah i know that is so good i know he probably didn't he probably did it didn't. Just, i i mean he, he, he did write it but do I, you think I think so yeah because it was in one of the early books, which is supposed, which are supposed to be like uh, attributed to him.
0: Maybe his PA wrote it. <laughs> or his brother yeah, but, Aaron. But the thing I is think that, Aaron wrote um, it. I don't think
1: he meant it as uh, like uh, like to be boastful. I think most like I believe that all scripture is inspired by God, and yes. it was just a description of what was the case at the time. Right? Maybe so I think I actually just so thought that like, like, yeah. maybe
0: the Holy Spirit. That's how God really
1: saw. Fell. Yeah, yeah, fell. yeah. So the Holy saw. Spirit
0: literally said, "You know, what, right yeah. now." I give you this award yeah. as the most. It's just humble. like
1: um, I think it was. Is it Peter or John that it says a disciple that Jesus loved?
0: Well, that was John saying that about himself. Yeah, that Every was John saying that about like... himself again. So
1: again, I don't think he meant it as to say, "Oh, he didn't like love the, the other others." Yeah. He was just saying, "I know God." That Jesus, Jesus loved, loved
0: me. me, yeah, and he earned it. You know, so, like, like yeah. favorite child kind of. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: right, and that's not even to say that he, Jesus didn't love the other ones. It's just that he was just saying that about yeah. himself. He actually felt
0: so much love that he was like, you know what? I'm the the disciple Jesus loved. He
1: realized that uh, Jesus actually loved him. That's deep.
0: That is so beautiful. Like just that, you know, like there's like the song, Jesus, you love me too much. So that lady who sang it, I believe just thought about the goodness of the lord i was like you know what god you just love me with all the i don't know i think that sometimes like with all the mistakes i've made with all the things i've done you really just love me so i feel like that's probably how john felt like i was this right. person but hey he definitely loves me you know i i don't know
1: but... okay so the the scripture is numbers 12 oh, yeah. 3 oh okay says, let's read it now moses was a very humble man more so than any man on the face of the earth so that's Numbers twelve three, and Numbers is supposed to be one of the, uh, you know, books written by that's Moses. Funny,
0: does the Lord speak only through Moses? They said, does he not also speak through us? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses, I feel like someone was right in this. Now Moses was a very humble man, more so than any man on the face of the earth.
1: I mean, this is just As- like what. Is you know the these these first few books are attributed right. to Moses, David, right? Yeah, and um, uh-huh. so it's it's believed that Moses wrote them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the first five, if I'm correct. Um, mm-hmm. Genesis, Exodus, so like, Numbers, numbers Deuteronomy,
0: yeah.
1: So was, uh, numbers is the fourth book, so <laughs> I, I believe that the first five are usually, because the first five books of the Bible are from the um. Oh, yeah, but Google all the scriptures. all the
0: accounts with Noah. Mo- mm. So I guess did Moses write that?
1: Like yep. the, whole, oh, the, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit inspired to Moses.
0: Yeah. Jeez, that's amazing.
1: Uh, at least that's what I, from my knowledge, that's, what I, <laughs> well, that's something.
0: Different. Oh, but well, yeah, that's a funny joke. So if the most humble man <laughs> is writing that, but yeah, like you said, it was the Holy Spirit, and in, in, you know that inspired that. Wow, that's amazing. Well, do you have a favorite female character? Nothing um, for the ladies.
1: Favorite female character? Um I
0: have one for male and female bar wait for yours.
1: Um I want to say Well, uh they're quite an, I have for that one I think I have more than one to Ooh, be honest. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh, well, Mary Mother G <laughs> I like Mary. Well Mary oh, Mother G, yes, but yeah. also Mary Magdalene.
0: Oh yes. I, I like
1: yes, I like her character for many reasons. The fact that um, you know, for, for her background, mm-hmm. you know, and how you know she met Jesus and how mm-hmm. you know she stuck with Jesus and how you know just the, the acts that she did, the fact that she you know how she put that um. Uh, she was that woman. The,
0: she was the woman that they brought to the and they said they should cast the stone. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then she became Jesus's follower. Yeah. So
1: and she stuck with him right wow. to the end. So. Yeah, and um, he talked mm-hmm. Jesus talked about how what she did, you know, with the perfume. Mm-hmm. Alabaster the box. Would yeah, would be always talked be about. Uh, Yes, yeah. that was so,
0: amazing.
1: That and you know, how she was I think the first person to actually learn about the resurrected Jesus mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I think I actually watched like a Netflix version of that sometime.
1: So definitely her and then um I forgot the, I think is it Ruth that got married to um Boaz, Boaz. yep,
0: yep. So she's a, like, less, Ruth, like my number
1: yes. too. And then um, I think like, there was one another female that became a, one of the judges in the. Oh yes, the I love Deborah. So yes, uh, yeah, she was a, yeah strong, Deborah, So yeah. It was Deborah, a really strong yeah. character. So I think. she like Queen Esther? Anything Esther, is another, you one, her, exactly. Esther is another one exactly. Yeah, Esther's another one. Yeah, she's another really strong character too, that I, I would her. say. Yeah. definitely. Guess more who like,
0: I like? Rahab. Oh, that, that was another one I was going to say again so they're Her actually quite faith. a right she was now. like I have heard what you guys did right. and then she hid the spies and right. sent the other guys through a different way she was right. like I think they went that way I think that's what I said anyway yeah. you know yeah I liked Rehab and, and she enough, ended up becoming Boaz's like grandma a, or mother or exactly. something yeah.
1: so those two both Rahab and mm-hmm. um R- and the uh, Ruth, Ru- Ru- yeah,
0: and that Queen Esther.
1: Ru- 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 uh, yeah, Rehab and Ruth Ru- became uh, in the lineage of, of Christ,
0: Jesus. Yeah. Yes, so. wow, wow. Who else? Yeah, obviously the ladies and like Lydia in the New Testament that helped the disciples right. too. Yes, Tabitha and all them lot. Yeah, but that's yeah, wow, wow. That's true. Um, if I had a favorite male character in the Old Testament. I'll say Noah because he had faith. They had never seen rain. Um, yeah, he had faith and he just obeyed and just did what God God said. No questions asked. Yeah. It's very hard to to walk, to take those steps when you can't see the staircase, you know. It's, it's like, okay, yeah. there's going to be rain. And you start building an ark and it's like, what's he talking about? It's like someone saying there's going to be, I don't know, whatever word, snowing the Middle East. you know start start sorting (laughs) you're like salt okay (laughs) you know (laughs) but um yeah and then yes obviously king david any day i so resonate with him um and the new testament probably paul because he was so radical he was the same passion and zeal he had for being the opposition mm. like a prosecutor then the same he became as a defense attorney <laughs> he yeah, was a lawyer as well
1: that's why.
0: is it because yeah, i'm a lawyer
1: there's some bias in there somewhere.
0: no <laughs> it's because of the, most of his you know the the eons, i call them the eons the galatians philippians corinthians those books have really helped me my walk with god um as i study him he was real as well he was like the thing i want to do i do not do like i'm trying i'm striving to be good but you know, sure. I'm not doing these things. I'm I'm not perfect. He's sure. also helped marriages. You know, like the whole husbands love your wives. You know what? So I I think Paul was very learned and and very passionate. He wasn't afraid of dying for Christ. You know mm. and yeah, Pete. Yeah, the if I had a favorite disciple, probably Peter. Okay. Probably Peter. Because he thought. He would never deny Jesus. Right. (laughs) You know, like when you get to that level, you're like, God, nah. Mm -hmm. And then he did. And Jesus is like, look, I prayed for you. The devil's going to sift you. And then when he came out of that, you know, feeling of, oh, I denied Jesus. He was just radical and, you know, healed people and all the other stuff he did for God. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think those are my favorites that I can think of at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, I'm sure if you do not mind, you definitely be back on to talk about people in the Bible. Um, would love to have you back again as a guest.
1: Absolutely. it <laughs> would be my you. pleasure.
0: Thank you. I've had so much fun. Have you had the same?
1: Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure.
0: thank you. And I'm sure the listeners have learned so much from your wisdom and the things that we've learned. All oh,
1: wisdom comes from God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um it could be general it could be a book you're reading it could be any advice and whatever you think or any personal experience with your word of god any last words for the listeners please
1: uh just to you know stay strong in your faith don't give up um you know i know it can be tough sometimes sometimes you might feel uh almost condemned maybe Mm. you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing just realize that jesus loves you and um You know, he's never going to give up on you. Just Uh don't give up on yourself and don't give up on him. Uh And, you know, um, I believe that, you know, like we said, everything will work out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my scripture. (laughs) So I wish you all the best. And uh, we just need to keep praying for each other. And, um, you know, by the grace of God, we will remain good in the sight of God and just continue to please him and do what he wants us to do.
0: Amen. amen, amen to that, amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Adedeji. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it was amazing, it was such an honor. And thank you all for listening. Until next time, it's your girl Faye. Thank you for listening to Two Skips of Truth. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share. Or you can take a screenshot and share with your friends on your social stories. Have a lovely day and God bless you.